Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. Today's episode is about how I'm preparing for a digital sabbatical. I'm going to get into what exactly is a digital sabbatical, why I'm doing one, and what I hope to get out of the experience. But first, I want to share a bit about how I got to this place. My first tweet was on April 17th, 2009, and it said, wondering, will joining Twitter enhance my life? Of course, back then I had really no idea what would happen with the internet and my experience of it. And I just look back and think, gosh, what an innocent question (laughs) to ask. Later that fall, I launched my blog and I joined Instagram in 2011. So pretty shortly after that and was like very into all things Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all that time. So I've spent well over a decade consuming online from podcasts to blog posts, tweets, and Instagram. So much of how I share and show up every day is intertwined with thoughts about posting, engagement, comments, and community. I love it so much and I've found incredible connections and true friendships in the time that I've spent online. I've built a business supporting others with their email newsletters and websites. I've hosted virtual retreats like Magical May and even one way back in 2010 that some of you might remember called Reverb. I've been here for a minute and I've stepped back from time to time through different phases and seasons of my life, but I don't think ever in this like very intentional and specific way. I truly believe that sometimes you have to stop everything in order to move forward. And so that's what this digital sabbatical is really all about. Shortly after my birthday this year in March, I shared my words for the year and my goals for being 35. My words are integrate and magic, which I guess you might not be too surprised about if you have followed Magical May or listened to last week's episode about integrating what you learn, or I guess maybe that was two episodes ago. Um, but you know, I've talked about integrating and magic quite a bit. This is what I wrote about these two words and what they mean to me for this year. Integration for me is about embodying whatever I'm studying, slowing down and doing less so that I can apply what I'm learning. It's bringing intention to my action so I can move towards wholeness and away from hustle. Magic is influencing the course of events through mysterious or supernatural forces. It's the unseen elements of the universe and moments of synchronicity. It's appreciation, abundance, and everything in between. This year, I want to allow more magic into my life, be open to possibility, and leave room for unexpected delights. So along with 
those words as my guiding intentions for the year. I shared my goals for each month and for July, I planned a summer sabbatical. And so here's what that means to me. This is what I wrote in my blog post. I have not edited it (laughs) at all. Um, Here are the rules, quote unquote, of the sabbatical. Delete Instagram, shut down Facebook, do not post blogs, take a break from listening to podcasts and audiobooks. It's okay to send emails to newsletter subscribers and publish podcast episodes. Very okay to read on Kindle or actual books. When I set this goal, I had envisioned a summer of travel and relaxing at my dad's lake house in North Carolina. I had no idea how this year would unfold or the way things would look right now, which is no travel plans, no lakeside retreats, no trips to North Carolina. But still, I feel like this intention was divinely placed upon me. Wanting and planning for this sabbatical was definitely not an accident. It's needed and necessary for me. And even though I'm nervous to take a break, I'm also looking forward to it. There's a quote by Eileen Caddy that says, it is important from time to time to slow down, to go away by yourself and simply be. And while I'm not actually going away by myself physically, planning for this break from so many of my digital creature comforts feels like I'm embarking on a journey. If I can imagine like what I would pack on this journey, it's my journal, it's all the half-read books that I haven't finished that are sitting on my nightstand, it's headphones for music, good playlists, and candles, and bath salts, my running shoes. Um, What else could I bring on this trip? You know, just like the cozy things, a sweater to, to put on my shoulders so that I can cozy up and read at night. It'd be, you know, things that I might need for early bedtimes. I'm just really thinking about this as a way to to retreat and, and get away from some of the, the day in and day out grind that um, being on social media can bring. Last fall, I listened to the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, and that book definitely gave me some insight on why a break from technology might be a worthwhile endeavor. I highly recommend it. Listening to it was good. I don't know. I think it might be better to read it, but if it's between consuming it or not consuming it, it was a a worthwhile listen. And in thinking about the concepts of the book, I mean, Cal Newport, if you're unfamiliar, he's um, been sharing online for a really long time, but he has pretty radical views on digital boundaries and why we're so hooked to our devices. And I mean, I think we all sort of know now that every app is engineered to be addictive. Everything about a phone is meant to be sticky and um, make you wanting to come back for more. And in thinking about my interaction with technology, my phone specifically, and all of the apps on it, I definitely have filled 
all the cracks and crevices of my days with apps on my phone. There isn't really any blank space for my mind to wander or for me to daydream. And so part of this sabbatical is making space for that. I'm also really curious about breaking my addiction to my phone and just getting a better baseline understanding for what exists within me (laughs) beyond that constant tug to share and scroll. I'm on Instagram a lot. Facebook is actually not too much of a thing for me. I don't have it on my phone, so I won't have to delete it, and I really don't log on to it very much at all, but Instagram is a place I spend a ton of time, and so I think that it's a good time for me to take a break, and I'm actually really surprised that when I set this goal that I included podcasts and audiobooks because I've been really into audiobooks lately and I'm a little sad to have that limitation placed upon me from my past self, but I'm trusting that I made it that choice for a reason and I'm going to follow my past self's guidance on this. Um, You know, a month is not an insignificant amount of time, but it's also really short in the big scheme of things. So me being away from Instagram for a month in terms of marketing my business and connecting with clients and all of that, especially in the summer, it's it's really not that big of a deal, especially if I step up my game on my newsletter and actually start putting that thing out and make a plan for it and I'm intentional and able to, you know, curate and cultivate something worthwhile for my readers, it could be time really well spent. In that same regard, I am really trying to resist the urge to create a syllabus for myself of all the things that I will accomplish while I'm away, because believe me, there are a ton of things in the back of my mind that are kind of like raising their hands and filtering in and saying, me, me, pick me, I want to do this. (laughs) And it's like, hold on a second, if The point is to have a retreat, to have a respite, to to breathe, then maybe I shouldn't load myself up with so many unfinished projects, unfinished books. Um, But I think I'm going to listen to more music for sure because I do like having something playing in the background. I wonder if I will watch more TV, but really watch, you know, not multitask and watch. I'm pretty certain I'll FaceTime with my grandma more, which I know is definitely time well spent. Um, Another thing that I would love to get a better handle on are our family photos and photo albums and the pictures that are actually in frames in our home and the 9,000 or so photos on my iPhone. I would love to kind of organize those and streamline them and delete a bunch of the junk and get the really beautiful pictures in a better place. So I'm seeing that, you know, I will pick up my phone out of habit. And so I want to redirect that energy. And I think, um, pulling through the 9,000 photos on my phone might be one of the things that I do with my time. 
logistically, I'm planning to put some sort of out of office message on my Instagram accounts, both the Kayleen Elise and Celebrate Cultivate, just to let people know, hey, I'm not online right now. I think that there is really some value to when people do something a little quirky and out of the norm and curious to share it publicly, to make it known. Um, I am sharing about this from a place of support. If it is something you've been curious about or wanting to try, knowing that someone else has embarked on a similar journey can be really helpful and supportive. And even if like you want to try something totally different, or if Facebook is the thing that you've been spending way too much time on and you want to take a break from that, like I'm here to tell you, you can do that and nothing bad is going to happen, right? Like it's an experiment. It's something to try and you can always change. So that's why I'm sharing. And that's why I'm going to post something on Instagram just so, so the people know, but honestly, (laughs) we've all been there. We're like, you're scrolling through stories and someone comes on and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I haven't been posting more. And you're like, oh, I didn't even notice. So I'm not fooling myself. I know that some people might be like, oh, hey, I wonder what's going on with Kayleen. But most people won't even notice I'm gone. And truly, I'm I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> um, in the book Essentialism, Greg McCune writes, Only once you give yourself permission to stop trying to do it all, to stop saying yes to everyone, can you make your highest contribution towards the things that really matter. So I'm hoping to spend the time of my digital sabbatical journaling, napping, reflecting, and relaxing on this idea. What are the things that really matter to me? And where do I want to make my highest contributions? And are the ways that I've been spending my time in alignment with those answers? Like really thinking about, you know, what are my hopes and dreams and aspirations and my big goals and my little tiny intentions and do those ideas line up with my actions if i'm constantly scrolling and i mean i try to really mindfully engage on instagram but still like there's just a lot of time that i get trapped like have you ever picked up your phone and been like, wait a second, why do I have my phone in my hand? That happens to me constantly. And it's like so hilarious and also so ridiculous. And I kind of just brush it off, but I'm really hoping to find a break from just being so reliant on my phone. I hope that I start working on my computer more. I mean, I've talked about this quite a bit in various spaces before. So if you've been following me for a while, then you've been privy to this conversation. But, you know, I used to write on my blog a ton and then Instagram made it so easy to do, you know, what people call micro blogging, which is just writing these really long captions. Well, the thing about that is there, it's easy for sure. And I get pulled into it all the time. But that content lives on Instagram. Instagram owns it. You don't own it. And it's not searchable. It's not tied to your website. There's no, 
you know, Instagram is a visual medium at heart. And so now what so many of us have done, me included for sure, is paired an aesthetically pleasing, eye-catching image with some words that do or do not even relate to the image because what you want to do is get your your message out or get your story out or, or whatever in your caption. And so I've really, I mean, for probably the last two years, been really conflicted and really confused about how I want to show up, where I want to share my work, when I want to write, should my writing live on my blog? Well, I have, you know, so many 1500 followers. You have a small following on Instagram in the scheme of things, but that's 1500 people. Who's on my website? 30. So there's this like push and pull towards being on something like Instagram that makes you feel like you have a platform. But then in reality, like my circle of influence is very small and it is, but it's a deeply connected, like when I talk to you, when you're listening to this podcast, like I probably know your name. And if I don't, you can certainly email me and introduce yourself because it's a small community here, but it's connected. It is a a supportive and generous and loving community. There's so many of you who I feel like a true, true kinship to. And so what is the best way to reach you? I know that when we have, we have valuable conversations on Instagram, I know that we connect, but I also know that if my work is going to live beyond those squares, it really should be on my website and in my email newsletter and on the podcast. So just because the Instagram app is a powerful, addictive little baby casino in my pocket doesn't mean that that's the best place for me to spend my time. So this digital sabbatical, when I set out to do it in January, when I set my, I set my goals in January, I posted them in March or I posted them in April after my birthday in March. And I think when I planned for this, I planned two digital sabbaticals, to be honest, one in July and one in December. And my intention is to keep those. And I thought about those times as family time. My son's birthday is in July. Fourth of July is a holiday that we celebrate as a family. We usually travel. And so I thought, I'm going to be with my family. It'll be a good, great time to unplug and reconnect to myself and to my family. Same thing in December with the holidays and New Year and... Um, travel so much often accompanied with those, though I don't think that that will be the case this year. So anyways, in thinking about those things and in knowing that I wanted space, I set out for this digital sabbatical having no idea where we would be. And um, I feel like I'm talking a little bit around and around, but mostly just to say that the idea of this podcast And a lot of the work I do is to celebrate the good in life and to cultivate more of what we want. And I think that is absolutely possible to achieve on Instagram. I love that app, but I also think that it is so possible to achieve without it. And I haven't given myself that break. I haven't taken a pause before. I haven't really stepped back in a super intentional way, at least not in a while. So I'm excited, but of course I'm nervous. And 
I really hope that I do make space for some of this dreaming and some of this consideration and just to let things like marinate and and to mull about some of these thoughts that I have and and rather than come back a month from now and say well I'm still confused about where are the best places to share my work and da 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 to really have some clarity around some of these concepts that I've been fuzzy on um and of course you know with the opportunity to change and evolve and grow as needed but also just to get you know a firmer grasp on where I want to take things for the second half of this year and into into the next year. So I'm approaching this month with a curious spirit and I'm really excited to share with you along the way. I'm still going to be podcasting, so there'll be new episodes out every week. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and sign up for my newsletter because my little face isn't going to be in your Instagram bubbles all the time. And I just want to thank you again so much for being here and for listening. Like I said, we're just kind of getting started over here on the podcast. It's growing, but it's tiny. And so if you feel like listening is bringing some light and magic and joy to your life, I would so appreciate it if you shared the podcast with somebody you love or someone who you think might enjoy it. I would so appreciate it if you wrote a review on Apple Podcasts about why you like the podcast and give it five stars. Um, I would just adore hearing from you if you enjoyed this episode if something i said today resonates and if you've ever considered or have taken a full month off of your digital creature comforts i would love to hear how that experience was for you or why you're considering it so let's let's have a conversation um, send me an email. Honestly, email feels so much more intimate and real these days. And if you email me and we chat, maybe you can even send me your address and I'll send you a postcard. I love sending snail mail and it's just such a fun way to connect with people that I've only, you know, connected with digitally. So my email address is hello at kayleenelise.com. Thanks so much for listening, friends. Thank you so much for listening. Visit CelebrateCultivate.com for links and notes from today's conversation. Follow along on Instagram at CelebrateCultivate and connect with me at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.